the Inquisitive Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right. Welcome, welcome, everybody. This is Married at First Sight, Season 12, Episode 4, Romance or Regret. All right. So let's just let's just get into it. All right. So... Um, I believe this is, oh, um, everybody, I mean, this is the end of the wedding night, so they're going to be showcasing everybody going back to the rooms, you know, and, uh, this is the point where the experts come in, not, not literally, but when they say, hey, normally under any circumstances, the end of the wedding night the two newlyweds go upstairs to their room and you know possibly have sex most or most likely have sex and you know they do what they do but in this instance it's 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 different because obviously this is literally the first time that they met each other they met each other like four hours ago so it's different rules but they're adults if they want to have sex tonight because they're in love go right ahead if they don't it's cool too and sometimes during the seasons other people might not want to sometimes they do and it's always funny because throughout the last couple episodes you know the men are like oh man are you gonna you know you're gonna try and like have sex and they're like oh no you know whatever she wants to do blah 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 you know trying to be all nice and coy for the television and all that stuff but i get it i get it though because sometimes you don't want to be, you don't want to go into beast mode and be like, hell yeah, I'm going to get some because, again, you have no idea what this person looks like. But, of course, if they see her walking down the aisle and she looks good, of course, they're going to be like, mm, yeah, I'm going to try to do something. And, of course, on the other end, the ladies, they're like, so, are you going to you gonna let them do stuff to you or something? And more so the most, they, they do... um. Uh, keep their options open, which is good. I like that. Uh, I I hate the girls that are like, no, I'm, I just met you, and it's, and I get it. You have the right, blah blah blah. You're right, your choice. I get it. I mean, your body, your choice. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, come on, like, how is this any different from um going out at a club and having a one night stand? It's just that now, this one night stand is your husband. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> so there has been plenty of women who have had sex for less let's say you know at the end of the night they're not they didn't get married they just had a good time and had a drink <laughs> you know so i don't think it should be looked at as less than if they decide to oh man i'm not gonna give him to i'm not gonna give it to him quick why not like what do what you what are you gaining from that from making him hold on like what you don't think he's gonna marry you well, guess what he did <laughs> you guys are married so what if he thinks you're quick does that mean that or or fast as they used to say oh she you know she's she's a fast one okay again you're married so what is the barrier that's now again i'm not saying that they have to do that but i know some women normally under normal circumstances that would be the reason you know, if they go out on a date with somebody and the guy's like, hey, let's go. Like, no, like, I'm not doing that. What, do you think I'm fast or something? But this is completely different. This guy's not going anywhere, hopefully. He's your husband. So if you are in the mood, why not? 
you know, that's it. Why do you have to put this already hard stance? Like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm a lady. And so it's like, okay, what what are you trying to prove? I, I, I don't get it. But whatever. So we start with uh, Virginia and Eric. So they go up to the room. They see their flowers on the bed and uh, candles lit and all that good stuff. You know, it's a nice, cute hotel uh, hotel room. So um, I see. Um, and Virginia asks Eric to unbutton her. So she goes inside the bathroom and he changes outside. And he's talking to the uh, cameraman. And he's saying that yeah, you know she's she's cute. I like her a lot, and the expert the experts couldn't have done any better. And then they go into the bathroom, and she's saying pretty much the same thing. And I'm like, oh wow, she's really digging her her husband. That that's really cool because I would have thought that she would have thought he was an old fogey, which he kind of technically is. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'd say that 34 is old, but she's 26, so she probably so take like. So take the ages forty-two and twenty, like look at look at it that way, and that's how I feel that their relationship is. Even though she's twenty-six and he's thirty-four, I feel that it's like forty-two versus twenty, um, because she's like whoa 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 party 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 party, and he's like uh oh, you know just gonna play on the piano for a little bit and mellow out, <laughs> you know, um, and I and and. I wouldn't have normally thought that um, Virginia would have went with somebody like Eric. Like if they went into a club, I don't think that Virginia would have been like, "Ooh, look at look at that guy. He looks pretty cool." But apparently, she does, and and, and that's great. Um, and I feel that Eric through Virginia is reliving his early twenties again, because even though he says that he is kind of phased out not phased out well the early 20s is kind of like an old thing for him so with that it kind of fuels his fire it stokes his fire again like oh man this is this is how fun life used to be or something like that and that's cool but as you'll see later it kind of gets in the way but as of right now it's cool so um so yeah they they pretty much hit it off well they they um um, they're down to their pajamas. They get into bed, and immediately they close the lights and they start cuddling, and they keep kissing and um they cuddle. So that's all good. So next is Haley and Jacob. Oh man, who um Jacob? This 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 couple is super awkward, and it's not okay. It's eighty percent Jacob definitely, and it's eighty percent Jacob, twenty percent Haley. Okay, like definitely no. It's eighty five percent Jacob, fifteen percent Haley. He's so awkward, cause um he's but he's not like Henry awkward. Henry awkward because he had a condition, and I don't care if anybody says that he didn't. He absolutely does. Okay, <laughs> he does. But he's not like Henry awkward. But he's so subdued. Um, he's very monotone, not so much like Bueller, Bueller, like Ben Stein, but I don't know. He doesn't, he's, yeah, he's, I think that's the best thing that I can come up with. He's so subdued. He never, not necessarily get out of, he doesn't get out of his shell, but that doesn't mean that he's sheltered. It, it's not like that. He's just very, 
oh yeah so you know i went to the the beach the other day and um it was cool yeah it was all right um uh yeah so uh i like steak you know and that's how he is he doesn't he doesn't emote very well and we're uh, we're learning that Haley does not also emote well she keeps saying it it's hard for her to um express herself and that's always fun <laughs> with people so yeah so Haley says that she hasn't been in a relationship for seven years and it takes a while for her to open up to people so she hopes that he doesn't have any wedding night expectations and again like i said at the beginning i get it but already at already at the set okay fine yeah all right you don't want to have sex whatever that is completely in your right but like you don't want to do nothing (laughs) again uh, i'm not saying that you have to but you don't want to do nothing you don't want to cuddle you know what i'm saying like you know start playing with his stuff you know down there and he starts playing with yours like okay fine you don't need to have sex but come on man like some hanky panky something nah all right (laughs) you know and and again like i said before i I hate it when chicks just shut down the whole thing because i hate it when especially i I hate it when that happens but especially the um the phrases the key words that you guys use um when you don't want to have sex and it's like oh man whoa i'm ready for bed (laughs) or like oh boy it's been a long day i'm tired and you're like damn okay jeez i get the hint you don't want to have sex like my goodness um but yeah but yeah he's just sitting there he's not he's not he's not verbally or emotionally expressive and neither is she and i just feel that there's going to be a lot of miscommunication only for the fact that they don't communicate with each other i mean uh the how would you have miscommunication but they're just going to be very passive aggressive with each other um yeah and that's it because yeah it's i don't know they're 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 bad um uh ryan and clara it's it's pretty short with ryan he sees that she has energy for days which she does this girl knows how to talk and talk and talk and talk but it's 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 not bad it's just that you just see it she has energy for days and for him he likes to have his quiet time you can see that he's very reserved but not in a mean way he's just he likes to be chill he likes to be cool and i completely understand that i'm I'm the same way too like whenever when slash if ever i have my own apartment i'm gonna love it because it's going to be my little fortress of solitude is going to be super quiet it's going to be chill and i'm gonna love it so we're up to uh Paige and chris and oh boy woo. um so they get to um the room and uh Paige is helping Chris helps Paige out of her dress and Paige helps Chris out of his shirt <laughs> which is weird but and of course Chris has to say something he's like oh yeah my chest is huge and it's like come on man <laughs> it's like uh do you do you have to say something every every time something not salacious but very selfish and ego driven it's like come on man calm down 
But yeah, um, so again, he expresses that she's not, he's, that Paige is not the type of women that Chris is used to attaining. And I believe he gives her a 5 out of 10 on the scale. And that's kind of messed up. Because, again, I, I mean, she's okay. I think she's okay. I think she's a 7. You know, she she seems all right. Um, but, I mean, I will tell you. I, I won't tell you. I mean, I don't have to wait until later. When she gets her hair done in locks, because, in, yeah, in locks uh, for in preparation of the honeymoon, she got up till she got up a little higher. She definitely got higher. She she looked attractive. Me, I still wouldn't want her as wife, but I was like, oh, I don't know. I like locks. I like locks on on women. They it looks nice. But um, but she definitely looked better with the locks than without. Um, but she's definitely not a freaking five. Like, come on, bro. Like, as <laughs> that's, that's that's whoa, you know. And she's like, yeah, you know, we might cuddle. And she she was getting happy because again she finds him extremely attractive. But nope, they went straight to bed. <laughs> so um, uh, Brianna and Vincent they talk a little bit. They they get up there to their room and they cuddle. Now it's the morning after, and uh, Brianna and Vincent they they get up and like yeah all right you know first day first day of marriage and blah blah blah. And Vincent's like, you know, what your number is, and she's like, no, you need to, you need to ask me politely because, of course, this is the first time they've met each other, so of course they need to exchange phone numbers. So he's joking. He's like, yeah, what your number is, and she's like, no, ask me politely, and he's like, oh, okay, please, may I have your number? She's like, okay, and it's like, I know it's supposed to be cute and stuff, but I don't know. Coming from Brianna, it kind of rubbed me in the wrong way, like. I don't think she was joking. <laughs> she was, you know, I think she was like, no, you're not going to talk to me with uh, slang, with the uh, African-American vernacular English, with A-A-V-E, okay? <laughs> um, you're going to ask me properly, and I was like, Ugh, whatever. Uh, Ryan and Clara. Clara. Um, Ryan says that <laughs> he uh, finds out that she moves a lot in bed. And she's a sleepwalker and a sleep talker. So that's going to be interesting. And so they're just trying to find out more things about each other. And he goes, uh, um, if, what was it? The question was, if you, how, I guess, how would you describe yourself in a, in a movie or something like that? If, if you were to describe, if you were to describe yourself, what movie would you use to do that with? And she was saying, well, with movies and TV, uh, she needs someone to root for because if she has nobody to root for, then she's not even interested. That's why she said that. That's why she hates Breaking Bad. But and then Ryan was like, "Oh, that's like my top five shows in the world." So there's a bit of not not tension. I mean, it's it's your preference, whatever. But he was saying that well, this is good that we're not that we're both not into everything because then we wouldn't have anything to introduce to each other. So I like that he already swept that, switched it to a positive. And um, Clara says, oh, because everybody's getting up, obviously, because they're going to meet their in-laws. Everybody's going to meet their in-laws. So Clara's like, I'm kind of scared 
to meet your parents because they're ministers and they're really into the church. And she left the church, I think maybe back in grade school. Um, yeah, or like, I don't know, eighth or ninth grade or something like that. So, and he was like, yeah, it's important to me, but like, you'll, you'll be all right. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. So she's like, okay. So we go back to Haley and Jacob. They both wake up and Jacob is so odd. All he talks about is his red meat diet and working out. And that's all they were talking about in the, <laughs> in bed when she woke up. Cause I forgot, I forgot what started it, but he just kept rambling about eating red meat. Cause, oh, cause I don't know if I mentioned it. Maybe I did that. Jacob has been on the same diet for three years. So all he eats, all he eats is steak and well, red meat and eggs, three, three meals a day. And it's like, whoa, what are you doing? And he has a work, he has a workout gym in his house and does kettlebells and all this stuff. And he doesn't eat breakfast. Oh, I think that's what it was. I think she asked, do you eat breakfast? And he's like, oh, um, I don't eat necessarily eat breakfast because it doesn't work in my diet. And my diet is steak and eggs and blah, blah, blah. And he kept going and going and going. And she was like, oh, well, she said in a professional, she's like, oh, um, there was so much stuff that I didn't know that I didn't need to know about uh, uh, Jacob or whatever. So I was like, oh, man, Ugh, this guy's rough. This guy's going to be rough. <laughs> but um, so Virginia and Eric are next. And Eric tells her in preparation of meeting his side of the family and all that stuff. And he says that, hey. Just want to let you know that I was in a previous marriage and it was just for a military formality and everything that happened in the last 24 hours was truly his first time, even though he was been married before. And she was kind of scared about what he was going to say. But when it was that, it was like, OK, I mean, I get it. You're 34. You've, you've kind of been through this. But this is this is, in the last 24 hours. This was more real than the other one was, because, again, it was a formality. I didn't even really I guess this was the first time that he really said the basis of it um that it was just yeah formality because for her to visit him on basis it needs to be a spouse so that's why he did it i never knew that so that's kind of crazy um but yeah so that was nuts yeah so so it's Paige and chris oh man back to Paige and chris so apparently uh page is pissed off because it's the it's late at night i believe it's late at night and she says that Chris went to go downstairs to order to not order to get menus for breakfast for the next day. So he leaves about 8.50 to 9 o'clock, 8.50 to 9 o'clock p.m. And at the time of the confessional, it's 10.07 and he still hasn't come back. And the next day happens and it's officially day one of marriage. Uh, I mean, that's the, yeah, the next day happens. He, he's, he's there. <laughs> he's there. And she's like, yeah, uh, what happened? Where were you? Were you attacked by a bear? I don't understand. And he says, listen, you know, I had a panic attack. I had a panic attack. And she's like, okay, what exactly is troubling you to have a freaking panic attack? And he says, well, we're good on paper, but my attraction to you isn't there and like she gives this boy a look like 
boy, you had me worried sick that somebody jumped you or something. I'm scared of that. But now you're giving me information like, fam, you think I'm ugly? <laughs> you know? And the bad part is, is that um, uh, she says that they had sex that night and in the morning. So she's saying this is this information is weird that she's not that he feels she's not attracted to him. No, no, no. It's weird that she feels that he's not attracted to her and but yet they had sex twice already in 24 hours in less than 24 hours. And she says that this is the first time that she's that she's seen this that um somebody would have sex with somebody that they don't desire so she was uh it was it was it was it's very weird for her that's what that's what she's feeling and i'm like yeah why why what is going on i mean i get it okay i'm a man sometimes you just need to you know pump one out i get it but to be like i'm not feeling you i don't even know why you would even do it in the first place I don't know. Sex is sex, though. I mean, sex and love are two different things for men. I mean, they could be for women, too, but definitely sex. Like, we don't need to be in love with you to have sex. <laughs> so maybe he was using that side of the brain for him. But I don't know. It's still, even though he's being honest, it it's, that doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt. And that, and that somebody would want to hear that. You know, so uh, I don't think I would have like to hear that <laughs> you know it'd be it'd be one thing it'd be one thing if he, if he had sex once but twice it's like yo you feeling me or she's really good at what she does which i feel that she does because i remember at the bachelor not the bachelorette party but the impromptu lingerie party thing that they had she was saying that Yo, yeah, I love the Lord and blah blah blah, but yo, I could throw down in the bedroom, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm nice with it, so that's cool. So that, so what is it? Uh, lady, lady on the streets and freak in the sheets. That's Paige. That's great, <laughs> you know. So she probably throws down really well, which is probably why he did it twice. But at the same time, it's like, dude. You're sending mixed signals. That's the that's the bad thing. You're sending mixed signals, and you look like an ass for doing that. And and you also have made this woman insecure about herself when she didn't even need to. But yeah. Um. So it's so again, it's the morning. So everybody, that this portion is meeting the parents. So Clara and Ryan. Uh she's she's worried about the religion aspect and i totally understand that um so clara meets ryan's mom dad and brother who was also uh, wait ryan's yeah ryan's mom dad and his brother and his brother was his best man at the wedding so they already met um they met uh beforehand so ryan's mom says i mean they're they're having their little talk but the the important thing was ryan's ryan's mom said ryan's mom said that she has prayed for her son's spouses uh 
she she has she had prayed she has prayed for her son's spouses for them to have love and respect for their sons and for them to love God and it be God's will. And I was like, oh, I totally feel that feel for you, Clara. I totally feel that for you because, again, that happened to me. My ex-fiance's parents, very religious, very religious. And I met with them, too, to see what they felt about their daughter and my relationship. And after four years and the dad was like, yeah, you know, I just thought that this was going to be like a fling. And then she would just leave you and find some, you know, find her real suitor, you know, and, and that made me feel horrible because I'm like, whoa, you thought I've been with your daughter for four years and you thought it was going to be a fling. And he said to me that he talked to God and that he didn't see me as a man of God, you know. He didn't see me as a man of God and that I wasn't right for his daughter. And that made me so vexed. But at the same time, it's just a dad looking out for his daughter, her daughter's, his daughter's well-being. And I completely understand that. I'm not a dad, but I understand for protecting your daughter. And again, they ended up with somebody who was very into the religious aspect. So the daughter got what she wanted and the parents got what they wanted. So there you go. You know, everybody's happy except for me. But, um, yeah. But, Clara, I completely understand where uh, you're coming from. It, it sucks to have this omnipotent being have so much power over the decisions in your life. And you almost can't do anything about it. Because you're you're with Ryan, you know, you went through this experiment with Ryan. Ryan, I mean, Ryan didn't necessarily choose you, and you didn't choose Ryan. The experts did. Saying they met you, they they formed you guys together, and you guys are hitting it well. You guys are hitting it really well, and I'm the one who's voting for you guys. I, th- you're my favorite couple of the season, and I want you guys to work out really well because Ryan is freaking awesome, and Clara, you're fucking hot. So I want you guys to work out. Uh, But now you have this third party that's interfering. And it's like, ah, what are you doing here? Like, scoot over there, man. Like, we're we're doing okay. We're trying to figure things out. But then, like, the mom is like, no, that third party is going to determine if you guys are successful or not. Oh, really? It's not going to be us and us talking and bonding and sharing our love for things or dislikes. It's going to be this third party that has ultimately uh, drummed up if we're going to be good together or not. Oh, great. So that means I don't have to do anything um, because this is already predetermined. So let's get on with it. Are we going to be together or we're we're not going to be together? Because I don't want to waste my time. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I have been struggling with that for a very long time. Um, Because I know, because, I mean, uh, God was definitely the primary downfall of my relationship with my ex-fiance. Granted, um, I needed money <laughs> um i need to be more of an adult more of an adult and have my financials in order that was definitely a factor too but 
the we were going into two separate places, two different places. Um, but have but the God aspect was super heavy. So I completely can relate to Clara, completely. So um, yeah. So uh, so they go to Ryan, and Ryan is with. Oh man, I think it was just Clara's parents. Yeah, uh, just just the parents. So Ryan says uh, that he grew up with a strong mother, and so he respects women, and they love that. And because he said his number one priority is to protect Clara and for not for not anything to happen to her, and they, and they really respect that. And again, Ryan with the confidence, man. And I'm I'm just looking at him, and I'm like, how how is he doing this? How is he doing it? And I I guess it it, it must be the things that he has attained. I mean, he has a great house. Um, he has a job, and I'm pretty sure he he makes good money, and it's his physical strength. It's like those four things. It's I'm telling you, it's not, it's not a God given thing. Uh, he he's earned his confidence, um, and I think that's what I need. So out of the house, job, income, strength. I don't I don't have my own house. <laughs> um, I have an okay job. My income sucks, and I'm and I have no strength. So. Therefore, I have no confidence. <laughs> so I, I think I need to attain those four pillars, and I think I will be as confident, if not more confident, than Ryan. You know, because um, I, 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 it's not even that I'm jealous of Ryan, too. I just love his, I don't know, I just love his, it's it's a stoic nature, but it's not like a Gaston from uh, Beauty and the Beast. It's, it's, a, it's not cocky. It's just very matter of fact, you know. There's no, there's no wavering on it. It's 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 pretty cool. So now we go to um, Eric and Virginia. So Eric is with the parents, with Virginia's parents, and he tells them the divorce story. Yeah, of Virginia's dad and stepmother. So he tells the dad about the divorce, and the dad is like, okay. You know, if it was if it happened a year ago, I would have been a little bit angry. But it happened three years ago, so it's fine. I understand. I get it. Um, but he says, "Hey, if Virginia loves you and you take care of her, I'll be your best pal." That's all he wants because Virginia is his Virginia is his only daughter and his youngest uh child, so he cares for her a lot. And um, the number one concern that eric has is her drinking and the dad said it too it's like because he was asking hey is there anything that i need to be worried about or concerned about and he's like yeah um you saw her you saw virginia and her uh not roommates her uh her friends and her bridesmaids they like to drink and they like to drink a lot so that's 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 gonna be that's gonna be bad and so eric needs to put that in the back of his head so now they flip it to Virginia. Virginia's with the mom. I think I think Eric's aunt and Eric's niece. I don't even know why they brought the niece. I mean, not to say that they were going to talk about sex or something, but it's like the niece is like 9. Like this is this is grown folk stuff. What are you doing here? <laughs> get your freaking tater tots and get out of here. <laughs> you know, but uh so they're having a good time and Virginia Virginia's saying should I have any concerns? And she was like, yeah, you know, uh, she was asking the mom and the mom was like, yeah, you're gonna be a pilot wife. 
so you're not going to see your uh, husband maybe three, four times out of the week. So that's going to be a little bit rough. But when you but when he is here, it it's magical. And she's like, yeah, OK, I could probably understand that. And she says, I like my space. So be cool when he's gone for those four days. But when he comes back, we're going to make those three days super awesome. And the mom, uh, Eric's mom wants kids bad. And then Virginia's like, oh, you know, I'm kind of 50 50 on that. And she gives her like this striking look like, excuse me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, she's twenty six. She's not thinking about kids. This, this this chick is still, this chick is still throwing up in bathrooms. Like she's a frat girl. You really you really want her to start having kids now? Nah, man. I give her like thirty one, thirty two. She starts she starts having kids, or even thinking about that. And then what? Uh, Eric will be. She's thirty two. It's twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, thirty one, thirty two. That's six years. Uh, Eric will be 40. Eric will be 40. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's not bad at all. So, yeah. Uh, that's right. So, Haley and Jacob. Oh, God. So, <laughs> um, Haley is with Jacob's parents, and Jacob's parents are completely shitting on him. Just like Henry's dad last season um yeah henry's dad was just destroying henry and jacob's parents are doing the same thing and they would say that oh his teachers back in the day they said that he was five going on 85 and (laughs) um so again that just that just that just speaks to his not his oldness because he he doesn't seem like he's old but he's just so subdued and reserved it's like dude branch out say something move your move your voice a a decibel higher or something like that because um they said i mean the good thing is that he never raised his voice to his parents and he's uh he's a loner and but the thing is she's saying uh um Haley is a social butterfly, so that's good. That's conflicting thing. So essentially, introvert, extrovert. Um, they switch it, and Jacob is showing his house again to Haley's parents because they show that Jacob already one talked about his uh sauna, bathroom, hot tub, workout gym the night before at the wedding. And they show him again, saying it to the mom again. And then the worst thing, he takes out his phone and puts on his security camera or probably his ring thing. And it literally shows him the prop shows her the property. It's like, fam, okay, we get it. You you amassed this great land and you did something with it. I I get it. I I get it. I understand. But talk about something else. Um they and he asked okay what what are her what are her concerns and they said oh when Haley gets tired or hungry you'll see <laughs> and as, and hunter which is her brother he says food is a good peace treaty so of course all right so i mean that's sounds typical like like any other chick you know they they get they get hangry so you give them food to uh shut them up <laughs> so doesn't seem out of the ordinary um and they also said give her her space she's a tough nut to she's a tough nut to crack but if you stay with her 
Um, it'll, it'll be all good. So that's good. So, oh, Paige and Chris. Oh, my goodness. So, Paige and Chris, they uh, were, Paige goes to see Chris's dad, mom, and aunt. Yeah. So, um, they, uh, Chris, no, Paige admits to the family, to his, to her in-laws, that uh, they, they, you know, they stayed up 3.30 in the morning talking to each other. And uh, she says that they had a moment. And then they're like, oh, okay. They kind of they kind of figured out what that meant. But then she just blurted out, yeah, we had sex. Then she's like, oh, whoa, oh, okay. And she's telling she's telling her his parents, family, that they had sex. And, of course, uh, but, again, she, she's voicing the concerns, saying, hey, um, I... Uh, I don't know what's going on because we had sex twice and and they're like what the what it's it's been twenty four hours and it's like yeah yeah we had sex twice and he's telling me that he's not attracted to me so why have sex with me twice and all that stuff so can you please help me out and I mean the the dad is kind of happy because he said that he raised a gentleman to tell the truth and again I get it but it's still a hard pill to swallow. Um, even though it's a quote-unquote asterisk good thing that he tells the truth and he doesn't not sugarcoat but he doesn't um hold it in for long and boom he just he just tells you so um yeah that's interesting but but still um but then the dad (laughs) but the dad get gets on his creep mode again and he's like oh yeah you you yeah you 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 are, you a fine lady girl. You 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 are my type of daughter in law, and and the and the other the women like the, like your wife is right there. <laughs> like what are you doing? Your wife and her sister are right there, and he's like, yeah, I don't care. Like you fine. <laughs> so, um, and they and they tell her to write it out. And I mean, yeah, I guess that that is the right thing to say, but still it doesn't really voice her concerns i mean yeah marriage is full of struggles so i don't know if i agree with that whole uh write it out thing i mean i mean i do it's not that i don't it's just that yeah yeah i'm gonna have to write it out (laughs) but and i know that um relationships and marriage they, they they take a lot of challenge but this is this is a big challenge that that just happened 24 hours it's a very big thing you know i'm not attracted to you again we've 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 seen this before we've seen this with the jamie thing from season one i know there's been others um sophia i think in maybe season four or five or maybe even six um sophia and i don't know that what was it was it in miami i think it was um yeah so he wasn't attracted to her um uh oh kate kate and luke luke wasn't attracted to kate uh matt and amber uh matt wasn't attracted to amber uh yeah so we we've 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 seen it we've we've seen those things and it's it's extremely hard every time it's hard um for for you to hear that um and um everybody has uh, every one of those couples that i just every 
every person that I just said has handled it differently, but the main thing is that it freaking hurts. And so I feel bad for Paige going through that, even though Chris, uh, he didn't do anything wrong, but it was still bad for what he did. Especially um, the the first thing where he um, just went away for like no reason and well no no not for no reason he had a panic attack but still to not call and say hey you know I'm I'm just taking a breather or something like that just just let the person know what's going on you shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't just leave like that you know that's that's that's, that's not good that's not nice um you're setting you're setting a precedent and and that's not a good precedent so yeah there's that um so Brianna and Vincent okay so Brianna meets with vincent's family um you see jeanette who i believed i uh shouted out at the wedding it was a uh, pretty hot so um jeanette is vincent's cousin but she says oh i'm vincent's cousin but i'm like a sister so uh i just want to know what do you bring to the table and you know how do you how are you because i'm overprotected of him so what, what, what can you bring and all that stuff so i was like oh man finally finally how the hell does that feel to have that question be directed to you as the woman from another woman what do you bring to the table to to my uh my cousin over here uh, I, I like that and then she was saying oh i'm an engineer i went to college and that's what i'm bringing to the table and then Jeanette's like, oh, yeah, that's right, girl. Yeah, you bring that to the table. I'm like, okay, what does an engineer have to do with anything in the bedroom? <laughs> what what, what does um, being an engineer having, what does an engineer have to do with you knowing what I like, what my likes and dislikes are, you listen, being able to listen to me, um, being able to not get on my nerves, uh knowing yeah knowing what i like and all that stuff what is what is what 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 is what does an engineer have to do with anything uh, of those things because okay so you're an engineer all right <laughs> you know like are you are you fun are you are you going to be into the same things as me so we can do the same things together no you're not like that so okay um, yay you're an engineer we um okay <laughs> but anyway you get the point so she was saying what her con brianna was asking what her concerns what should be her concerns and uh Jeanette says that he works a lot he even works on the weekends just because of course he's an entrepreneur so he has to work so she's like, oh, okay, well, you know, sometimes you need to make space and stuff like that. And I'm going to try and make him not work on the weekends and stuff like that. Nah, you wanted somebody, you know, to, to match your swag, right? You wanted somebody who makes more than you, correct? So that means he has to work on the weekends. So, so, when, it, so when it comes to you, you don't want him to work. But at the same time, you want somebody to make more than you. So how does that fare? you know brianna so like that's the thing like i get it yeah he's gonna need to make time for you so i understand but he's a workaholic you know why because he's an entrepreneur so he has to make moves 
You know, isn't this what women want? Oh, I want a hustler. I want him to work 24-7. You know, I want him to get that money. I don't want him to have a nine to five. I want him to get that money right then and there. I want a hustler. I want a hustler. I want a hustler. Boom. There's your hustler. There he is. And now you want to take him away from your work because you want to freaking, I don't know, go to the botanical gardens or something like that, <laughs> you know? So I don't know, whatever. And Jeanette also says when he gets mad, he gets mad. So you're going to have to like calm him down and stuff. So. She was like, okay, all right, well, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, Vincent is now at Brianna's mom's, and it's her, it's Brianna's friend, who's who's been there, like, since the beginning, who's, who's super cute, and her sister and her mom. And, of course, the mom, oh, I'm a, I'm a strong, independent black woman, and I raised my daughter to be perfect, and blah, blah, blah. And Vincent's like, yeah, okay, that's cool. And um, he, he was, I don't know, he said something. And she was like, oh, don't you worry. Uh, Brianna is, is not going to have any problem telling you that, like, you've been wrong. Because I think he wanted to say, I don't know. I don't know how that came about. But they were just saying that, don't worry, Brianna's going to put you in your place when you need to be. Like, oh, that's good. I, I can't wait for that. Um so um yeah so they go back to chris and Paige, and chris is meeting his family actually which is weird um i don't remember if he went to go see Paige's family but uh, of course because i'm going in order of the show uh, and how it was presented to me so maybe they maybe they do i don't know but as of right now chris is meeting with his own family and the dad is confronting me confronting him and saying like bro you had sex with Paige twice and you're saying that you're not attracted to her. So like, like, okay, I understand you, you were very honest and forward with her. So I'm glad about that. I'm glad that I raised a gentleman, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. He he keeps, he keeps giving himself props about that, about raising a gentleman and all that stuff. And, and I get it. You want every dad is proud of their son for accomplishing something. Maybe that he taught him or he learned on his own. Like, wow, my son did that. So, okay. Yeah. You raised a gentleman. Okay. I get it. But your gentleman of a son is being an idiot right now, you know, so what's going on? But anyway, um, uh, it, he and uh, Chris said that he pretty much did it to get closer, to have a closer bond with Paige. That's why uh, he had sex, because, of course, sex raises, you know, the sexual chemistry and all that stuff. So he wanted to do that just to see if it would resonate that way and, and if he would be closer to her after the fact of having sex. And he was like, and um, uh, my answer was wrong. There there was nothing there. And I was like, damn, that that reminds me of um when Luke had sex with Kate and he was saying that, oh, man, I for, damn it, I forgot his insult. Because he didn't say, oh, there was nothing there, even though that's a bad phrase to say. But he was saying, oh, like, don't touch me ever again or something like that. It was very bad. I don't know. Maybe I'll try to look it up later. Um, it's going to take me a while. But he says something vile, like, oh, man. Like, oh, I, f I felt like d I felt dead and empty inside while having sex with you. And it's like, fam what <laughs> why did you say something like that that's horrible like my goodness calm down jeez but um so that segment is done and later in the day uh 
Chris and Paige meet up in their uh, room. No, I was going to say apartment, in their room. And Chris is, he's not livid, but he's angry because Paige is going around telling everybody about their sex life. He's like, yo, come on, man. Like, you, like that's a violation. You can't be doing that. And he's like, yo, I'm from Chicago, son. I thought he was from Atlanta, but he's not. He's from Chicago. And he's like, I'm from Chicago. And there's three there's three rules you don't do. Like, you don't mess with people's children. You don't mess with people's parents. And you don't mess, you don't mess with somebody's spouse. And you don't especially go running around talking about your sex life. That's that's insane. That's crazy. Um, and uh, she was like, well, I talked to my male friends. And they said, that's pretty weird that you would have sex with somebody and uh, not have feelings for them. And he's like, damn, you went to go and tell your male friends. And the, and by the way, those male friends are lying. Because I'm sure not, I'm sure not every one of their sexual conquests or whatever, the people that they had sex with, I bet you they didn't, they didn't like all of them. Trust me. Some of them was probably like a one night stand or probably just get a nut off. And that is fine. If you just told the person that was it, that you didn't lead the person on saying, oh, there might be something. And there wasn't. No. If you're like, yo, I just want to do a quickie. Boom. You knock it out. And then that's it. So don't tell me that. Oh, you know, that's, that's blasphemy. Why would he have sex with you if he wasn't attracted to you? You've done that. Shut up. (laughs) Um, so yeah, he's 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 uh mad about that. And uh Paige is like, Well you disrespected me. He's like, Yo, I wasn't being disrespectful, I just told you the truth. Um he said I should be able to come with I should I should be able to come to my wife to my wife with my problems, whether it's good or bad. That is true. I will give you that, Chris. I will give you that. Yes. Um because I'm tr- women have no problem telling you about yourself <laughs> you know um whether it's good or bad they'll tell you and then and they won't care about your feelings they only care about theirs so they'll be like bam this is what i'm feeling and you need to fix it and you're like damn okay so you don't want to you don't care about my feelings no I'm like oh, all right <laughs> so um yeah so He's like, I wasn't being disrespectful. I should be able to come to you whether it's good or not, whether it's good or bad. And hey, he he was right. He was right. Um, so we go to um, Eric in Virginia, and uh, um, on their on their comeback from you know meeting the in laws and stuff, and they had a good day. I mean, it was a, it was a good night. Uh, um, and they're at night, and they're already boop. You know, she's like, okay, hey let's uh chill out for a bit but like you know let's drink a little bit so i was like man damn she's drinking again like well, like what the hell's going on so he's like we, we like we just drank he's like well i want to just drink a little bit it's like okay fine so there's like okay oh we got our packages because everybody gets uh all the contestants get a uh knock on the door and a little package waiting for them and it's their uh destination trip for their honeymoon and um I guess, uh, and and it's for Vegas, and I guess the only reason why they put that is because um, this is happening during the pandemic, so they pretty much can't go anywhere outside the U.S., so they're like, "Eh, let's go to Vegas, I guess. (laughs) It seems so lame to, hey, Vegas, yay. But yeah, so they're, um, so they start packing. Haley and Jacob start packing up, and he starts showing all his graphic tees, and she's like, (laughs) Uh, yeah, you uh, I like your fashion sense. You 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 have a lot of uh, graphic tees, and he has a he has a 
Bluetooth, uh, Bluetooth speaker fanny pack with the American flag embezzled in the in the fanny pack, and it's like, okay, this guy really likes eighty shit. <laughs> you know, like they really weren't joking, and I don't know how long Haley's gonna be cool with that you know like oh yeah my husband yep he loves the 80s <laughs> you know it's just like ugh but um everybody's packing up uh they're leaving at night which is weird because they usually leave in the day but whatever so they go boom from atlanta to vegas they get in the morning everybody's getting settled in um but they cut to uh brianna and vincent and you find out that uh Vincent's grandma grandmother had a heart attack and so he's just on standby because he might have to leave and she's like oh no it's okay like it's all right I'm, I'm here with you he's like yo sorry that um, I might ruin the honeymoon she's like no it's not ruined it's your family blah 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 and then he's sitting down he's crying and then she gets on his lap and you know she just holds and caress and it, it's good you know it's a good thing I mean I, I still don't believe I, I, not to say that I don't believe the sincerity. I'm I'm just saying that um, there's still fire with Brianna. So this display of warm affection, that's nice for everybody else. But I see right through you, Brianna, <laughs> you know, because this is this is the same thing that Iris did. Iris and Keith and Iris had um, Iris the Virgin, in case you didn't know from season nine. And um, I think it was season nine. But um, uh, yeah, Keith's, I think. I don't know, somebody, maybe it was grandma too, grandma or aunt, I think she either was, I think she died, actually, and, um, I think they went to the funeral, so she, so Iris was like, oh man, like, I just got into this family, and there's already a family death, so this is crazy, so I'm glad that Iris stayed on Keith's side too, that's great, that's what you're supposed to do, you know, that's your first test as a wife, you know, how are you gonna handle this, and, Brianna's doing great, but also Iris was doing great too, and then she became to be a horrible person. Not a horrible person, I should say that. No, she was still a sweet person. A horrible partner for Keith. There you go. I'm sure she'll find somebody uh, out there, but uh, she was a horrible partner for Keith. Um, but yeah, Brianna's okay. Um, so she's doing all right. Just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Ryan and Clara. She wants to go to the what? Oh, oh, she wants to, she wants to go to the next level. There you go. Uh, cause yeah, cause it's nighttime in um uh in Vegas and um yeah, she wants to take it to the next level. So remember how I was talking about um Haley and how women give phrases to like they don't want to have sex and it's just like. And like, oh man, I'm tired. I had a long day. Um, I love it when women give phrases that indicate that they do want to have sex. So Clara's like, oh man, I have cold feet. Your feet are so warm. And he's like, oh yeah, I do. Okay. So he puts his his warm ass feet on uh, uh Clara's feet, and it's all good. I don't know if they had sex, but like that's that's a good icebreaker. Okay, you hear that, Haley? That is a great icebreaker to get in them draws, okay? This, ugh, I hate <laughs> anti-sex chicks, man. <laughs> it's like, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what's going on with them. But, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the, uh, 
end of the show. I mean, yeah, end of the episode. Um, but again, uh, every, everybody's doing okay. I mean, I know the big thing with Virginians are drinking, so I, f- I feel bad for Eric. Um, with ooh, with Chris and Paige, good lord. I mean, again, I don't know if there's a clause or anything like that for them not to be able to leave, but Paige, there's so many red flags already that she just needs to just peace out. But, I mean, as of right now, they, they can salvage it into something, And but Chris needs to grow up and he needs to be so self-centered and uh, uh, chauvinistic. There you go. Um... Yeah, Virginia and Eric already talked about them. Paige and Chris already talked about them. Haley and Jacob. Jacob is freaking. He he's not boring. He well, okay, yes. Uh, sorry, he is boring. <laughs> he's boring and he's odd. He he just is. He just is. Haley's okay, but I don't know. There's some. There's something. There's something weirdly odd about her. I really can't place it. Um, Ryan and Clara are probably like the best ones going. They're they're doing fairly well, but again, their issue is going to be the religion thing, just like it was in my relationship. I I really hope that that doesn't hinder a possible good couple just because of an unknown third party wedging itself in the middle of what could be a great couple. Um, and the last one, oh, Brandon and Vincent, yeah, I mean they're they're doing good too. Um, they're just pretty much on the right stance with um, Ryan and Clara. They're they're really um, not to say made for each other, but they uh, they're doing well. They're 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 doing very well. So that that's good on them. All right. So the uh, <clears throat> it's time for um, the uh, skin deep, the and self edition card game. All right. I believe we're on card sixteen. So let's see what it says. Is this about me or being worried about others? Ooh, that is a good one. Is this about me or being worried about others? Wow, I need to think about that one because that's a good one, actually. Is this about me or being worried about others? Hmm, I don't know what that could mean. Uh, even though it, it is a good one. Is this about me or being, me or being worried about others? Huh. Hmm. I guess this. I guess this can be attributed to. I guess my uh, like. Uh, what is it? My extreme privacy about everything, about um, my craft with writing uh, this podcast. Not not a lot of people know it, and and for the people who do know it, thank you for listening, and also the people out there who are downloading it on Google, um, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever this is uh, uh, blasting its um, radio waves to you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for listening. I, I enjoy doing this. Um, but is it... Um, I don't know. It, it's it's difficult for me to let people in because I'm so private. Because I think if I let people in, then that means I don't have control over the situation, and any of those unknown variables can shatter my control of whatever I'm trying to control, and then I'll lose control, and I'll be pissed. <laughs> so I think that's why I'm so uh, private, and also so I don't get hurt with whatever with whatever it is. But is this about me 
or about being worried about others? Hmm. Man. Uh, I don't know. Something in my brain is telling me. It's trying to connect something to this to this phrase, and 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 I don't know because this is a very good one. Is this about me or about being worried about others? Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, because I I guess again it's it's like people are trying to get to know me more and more each day, and I'm like, nope. At, at my job and stuff they're like hey man what's going on and they're trying to get they're trying to know my likes and dislikes hey are you seeing anybody and all this stuff and it's like no i don't want you to know anything about me I, I will let you know what i want you to know and i don't want anybody to cl- to get close um and I, yeah i guess that's how i've always been i like i like controlling what is out there about me and um and about what i do um, I don't know. I guess I, yeah, I guess I've just always been like that. Um, I just don't want, I just don't want anybody in my business, you know. <laughs> like, why are you in my business? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I can really answer that, even though it's a really good one. I, I'm, my brain is really trying to place what I can use that for, but I, I can't. I mean, that was, that was really the best that I could do in such short notice, you know, even though all of these are short notice. That's pretty much, that's that's all that I can really do, but sorry for that. <laughs> that was a really good one. Uh, that was a wasted one. Oh, man. <clears throat> oh, well. <laughs> well, <clears throat> that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers, such as Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is Tink Pod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can either call 845-393-1863 and leave a voicemail or email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is TinkPodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.